Did you say Spanish? <laughs> I did say Spanish. Welcome to episode 181 yeah. Yeah. of the TryGames.net podcast. It is Saturday, July 3rd, the day before our Independence Day, which sounded really awkward coming out of Bill Pullman's mouth in that movie called ID4 slash Independence Day slash Independence Day ID4, or whatever they decided <laughs> to call it in the end, because it has like seven names, kind of like X-Men, uh, Two was X Men Two or X Men Three had like seven names. It was like X Two or X Men United or X Men Two X Men United or X Men Two X Two. It, it was like crazy. Anyway, Something um, like I think it was yes, because I think X Men Three is the last stand. The last stand. X Three X Men Three. Last <laughs> and that was a <laughs> shitty movie. Everybody died. It sucked. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Um, but yeah. Oh, so this is episode 181. <laughs> yeah, Gangsta I am still up. trying to fix up episode 180 to put up. Uh, and uh, it will be done at some point soon. Uh, hopefully this one will be up by midweek and we we'll be all caught up. But if you are hearing this, obviously that will have been the case. Sort of, I guess. Um, but we're not here to talk about catching up or X-Men movies, which suck. We're here to talk about video games. And I'm your host, Austin, with the usual video game cohorts. There is Pete in Boston. Uh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. You are the juggernaut, bitch. There's Al with the hair over in Queens's. Yeah, also called the Gangster Krizab. The Gangster Krizab? Yeah, same voice actor. The Gangster Krizab, giant enemy crab, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. I'll show you guys that. I mean, it's, it's stupid. Well, I, I, I did. Power what, Rangers episode. Oh, the Gangster Krizab? No, I, yeah, yeah. I only, I've only seen the um, Juggernaut shit yeah, one. Yeah, they did the same guys. They did a, a, a Power Rangers episode. Now, it is it the same people who do those G.I. Joe things? No, I don't think so. I'm a I computer. Think... Stop all the downloading. <laughs> I think that's a completely different group. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like the same. Uh, we have almost nothing to talk about news related because we just kind of put the shit together today. Uh, so we're going to probably talk about the insane ass. St- you know what? Now that you uh, insane ass Steam sale and I broke my creed of not buying new shit. I'm just going to look at all these $5 games and see what's up like right now. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about what we've been playing first. Alfred, or no, Peter, is usually the order. You sure you want to start with me? Uh, Maybe we go round robin? Yeah, oh. we could do that. That that We haven't done that. Okay, Pete, you start off with one game you've been playing. Saints Row 2 I like is $8. experimenting with new things. Oh. Um, Ooh, yeah, you do. Hey, what's okay. going on tonight, baby? Hey, what's up? It sounds hey. great, too. We're going to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll start with uh, what I... Sort of started with last week was was I was talking about Marvel, uh, yeah, Ultimate Alliance, because um, I didn't, uh, Des and I hadn't played much of it, so we did play a lot more of it after last week's recording, and let's see, that game is actually a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, when I was talking about it last week, I was complaining about the fact that like it seemed a little bit too far out, that we were having trouble determining who we were, and that it was just kind of like a, a basic brawler and. I don't know. We we didn't seem too much too into it at that point. But after we played more, we started getting into it a lot more. Um, more, 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 more. Sorry uh, to interrupt, real quick though. But there's this game called Ghostmaster that is ninety five cents. Yeah, I was about to buy that, but it's ninety five. It's it's ninety five cents. I I, I I I'm doing it. Go ahead, Pete. Sorry. Uh, what what just kind of game to, is it? 
It looks like a like a tycoon. Well, I don't want to say tycoon style game. It, it's, it's like a semi strategy type thing where you're supposed to scare people. Did you ever play Evil Genius, Al? No. Oh, it seems like one of those types of games that you didn't play where you're like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> anyway, it um, seems like something you haven't played before. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just just to comment on that, Austin. Uh, I had to tell myself that I like. If I could not foreseeably see myself playing the game seriously or only playing it once, then not to waste the money on it because otherwise I'd be buying like every dollar, two dollar game they had up there. And then those, you know, 95 cents to two dollar games would add up to like 20, 30, 40 dollars. Um, so that's why I avoided buying that and other games like it. But anyway, back to what I was saying, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, we started getting into it because like after the first mission, which is just like on some like, airship which i guess is owned by i don't know a lot about comic book like lore and stuff like i know the characters and stuff but i don't actually know all the stories and what's going on in the world of comic books so i guess like the fantastic four or the at least the one guy owns an airship or something um or has some sort of airship and that's where you start the game man like there are probably a lot of nerds out there like just screaming at me right now (laughs) uh, i'm not a comic book nerd sorry um and thank you yeah so you start out on this airship which is just like all these generic looking levels uh just i don't know there's not much life to them um and then once you're done with like once you get off of that like after you complete those missions or whatever you go to stark tower uh tony stark's you know like base of operations or whatever and so then it, it, the, the world starts brightening up and like actually has some character in the world itself uh and then after that, we like you go, you start taking missions to different places, and like you just get like airlifted to different areas or something. Um, and then I can't remember even what this what the next area was, but I think that was kind of generic looking too. Either way, uh, you once we got like to Stark Tower and started interacting with the other superheroes and like actually feeling like we were like getting involved with the story of uh, whatever it was that I can't remember at this point. Um, the game started being a lot more fun. <laughs> um, we got the hang of the controls, like how to like actually like do combos and like effectively use our superhero powers. And if you use powers at the same time, you get like team combos and things like that. So the game just in general started being a lot more fun for us. So, uh, that was something that we really enjoyed. I probably would not have enjoyed the game if I was playing it single player. Um, or at least not as much. It definitely, it definitely stands like as a great game when you're playing co-op and it's something that i would consider buying at this point especially if i could find it i mean i'm sure i could find it relatively cheap even like cheaper than gamestop sells it used um because it is a rather old game and i know like even uh you can get like those bundles that have like like that game bundled something else for the 360 um anyway i'm rambling and yeah see i'm rambling and looking at steam stuff so it's like i should stop (laughs) i'm gonna close steam till i'm I'm not Till I'm not talking. Uh, I, I would just like to say that the picture of Ghostmaster says only $1 until January 3rd. January 3rd what? 2011? <laughs> oh, so January 3rd? I, I thought it would be July 3rd, but yeah, it's January yeah. 3rd. Okay, cool. I'm not in a rush then. Um, <laughs> so yeah, i got to stop talking about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It actually, it just, yeah, to sum it up, it's a fun game when you're playing with somebody else. Uh, if you're at all into like the heroes at all, like even if you don't know everything about them, it's still just like a it, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. Fun game. We're gonna talk about fucking. What? What? Who? 
What? Huh? Huh? Okay. So what so has someone next. else been playing that can articulate their points better than I can? My next. Show. Sure. sure. All right. First game up is Sin and Punishment Star Successor. Which oh, I pornographic this week, <clears throat> and I played through the first level and died. But <laughs> that's because <laughs> I'm I've been very tired this week, and um, honestly, the sure game is have. really hard. Anyway, mm-hmm. but just like the original, it's got like a training stage. So I was trying to figure out how to play the game at the same time. I must say that Sin and Punishment was a game that was like made for the Wii, and I actually went and played the original Sin and Punishment on the Wii uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and still died in the first stage, but I was trying to get back into the groove of things because the way the controls are is just completely like weird on the original because it was reliant on the on the N64 controller. So when you use a oh, different yeah. controller, you kind of got to use a different type of uh, control scheme. So my control scheme was like I used L and R to strafe and the analog stick to move the cursor. A is to jump and B is to shoot. But I would always get confused and feel like I'm supposed to move with the analog stick. So that made things kind of rough. In Sin and Punishment Star Successor, you use the analog stick to move and you jump with the A button and you can also fly. Um, And you use the Wii Remote to point and shoot at whatever you're shooting at. Everything else about the gameplay is pretty much the same. You have like a sword attack that bounces back certain uh, projectiles and things that are close to you. Is, is that a is that a waggle? Mm, or is that a button? I believe it's a waggle. Yes, it is a waggle. Um, so you shake the remote no and waggle. you uh, slash the sword and you shoot stuff. Um, actually, no, it is not. It's the Z button. Because if you waggled, then you would never be able to target what right, you're that's trying why I was to asking. slash. Um, I don't think there is anything with waggle. It's just uh, C is jump, Z is sword, analog stick <clears> is move, um, A is switch from auto aim to regular aim. And... It's like in, a, in Resident Evil, to, to swipe with your knife, it's a waggle. Yeah, but you don't or, have is to... Is it a waggle, or is it, a, is it the nunchuck? I can't remember. But at least it's not like you got to target something on the screen and then wag at the same time. Right, um, right, no, right. Yeah. That, that, that's the, the thing. So The A button is um, <clears throat> like a, an auto. It, 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 it targets the reticle, like whatever's under the reticle. It sets that up for an auto aim. Uh, and if you hold A, you do like a charge shot that recharges mm. every couple of seconds. Um, the game is, it looks really good. I mean, I'm playing it on like a, 20-something inch, like, on, on my bedroom TV, and I'm playing it from a really far distance, and it still looks really good. Uh, the action is pretty good, and there's a whole bunch of shit going on. Um, I put the voices in Japanese and English subtitles, which nice you couldn't do in uh, the original Sin and Punishment, so you... In the original Sin and Punishment, it's really funny, because it's Japanese subtitles with English language, and there was something that <laughs> happened. Oh man, I don't remember, but there was something that um, that uh, Saki said that was really funny. It was just like bad voice acting. But I think I might do English voice acting just to see how funny it is. But I don't oh, know. No. Pick up the game oh again. no! Uh, I also picked up Mario Galaxy, but I haven't. Oh, well, I haven't. Yeah, you did. Played it yet? I actually bought. You know what's funny? But I, I did. That and Mario Galaxy 
just so I can get to uh, platinum status on Club Nintendo. Oh shit! <laughs> and plus, I took advantage of a what buy one get one platinum status. Uh, well, at June 30th of every year, if you purchased enough games and you did enough surveys, you get either gold or platinum status or Club Nintendo, and you get a, a free gift. And the elite, uh, the platinum gift this year is uh, a Mario, like a collection of Mario characters as a figurine, and it's exclusive because you can't get it anywhere else. Uh-huh. Um, last year's was a choice between a Mario hat and Doc Lewis's Punch-Out. I got yeah. Doc Lewis's Punch-Out. And I, I was actually playing that, but I'll talk about that on my next turnaround. So, Austin, you're next. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I just now bought Sacred Gold, Cryostasis, and Ghostmaster for seven bucks total. Uh, what so is Pete, next because no, I I bought that for Ed and I I didn't have a chance to actually look at it. Um, it uh, it's like um, oh, is it a, what is his birthday or something? No, no, he had asked me to buy them because he wanted to take advantage of the Steam sale, and he has he doesn't have an international credit card, so he actually can't pay for the games himself. Oh, right, he's doing that shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. man, even digitally, like they they fucking screw him over, huh? Yeah, it really. Sucks. God, um. So Cryostasis is a first-person shoot. I did not play it yet. I'm just basing it off of the um, off of the giant bomb. Quick look. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a first-person shooter that is um very. It is very deliberate. I want to say it's kind of like um um. Uh, God, what the hell is the name of that that um Stalker? <clears throat> oh, okay. Stalker in terms of not that it's like Oblivion with guns, but that it's not like you run and you kill shit that pops out like every single turn. It's like you've got really low ammo. It's really plotting. Um and 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 you have to kind of I, I guess you I guess you might consider it kind of survival horror ish. I don't know. Um Pete, I, am I along the right track here? Because I know you probably watched the shirt the, the quick look too, right? Yeah, it's <clears throat> I don't know. It's Oh, here's a better here's a better analogue for it. I would probably say that it's like condemned. Yeah. Mm. I would agree with that. Okay. Except instead of hobos, you're fighting frozen monsters and shit. Uh, yeah, I was say, ice spirits. Frobo, <laughs> frobos, three Amoto. Frobos. Yeah. What so you what is the other game you bought? Wait, Pete, were you were you done or were you continuing? I was, to yeah, talk? no, I'm done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was waiting there. I was like, Pete, hello, hello, Frobo. <laughs> um, and uh, so Ghostmaster, um, I think is what we were talking about before. Um, is supposedly like a um, you know what? We have the internet here. Why don't we just fucking look it up? Ghost Master. I think it's more fun when you try and figure out what it is yourself. <laughs> you're like, it's you're like, more uh, fun when you try to you figure kinda it out think it's, a, it's that game you didn't play. <laughs> oh my god, okay, so there's a forum post on Giant Bomb that says, Get Ghost Master. It is only $8. <laughs> just okay. because it's only a dollar? It is. That's why I bought it. But still, Hell, like, I'll never play good. this game, I don't think. That's, that was my, yeah, that's what my thinking was. I'd rather spend that dollar on an iPhone app that I know I'll at least use somewhat more consistently. Well, it, it's not, it's not like, I, I bought it because it was only a dollar and I've heard of it. Okay, because like, 3D screenshots have like a character in the same pose. Maybe it's the same scene. Yeah, it is the same scene from three different angles. It's like, yeah, so it's like a, a, a strategy-esque type game where like, you scare the shit out of people. So you have, I, it looks <laughs> like you have, you have different type of ghosts. Uh, By the way, things, everyone and... who's listening, I just feel, feel I should mention. Obviously, when you hear this, this sales sales gonna be way over. I mean, you might still be able to get Ghostmaster for a dollar, but <laughs> apparently it's until January third. January third. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So, so um, 
Yeah, it just looks like one of those uh, strategy S games, and uh, yeah, why not? Why not? Like I, I actually heard games strategy ass. Yeah, no, like it seems like Dungeon Keeper and stuff, which is like it's cool. Uh, like I said, like or like Evil Genius, because in Evil Genius, you were basically, you know, you had your evil hideout and you were stopping right. these superheroes from coming in. And this is sort of similar. You're like, yeah. you know, controlling ghosts and scaring villagers or whatever. So it's along the same lines and it seems cool. I just honestly like I don't see myself playing it in the next within the next year. <laughs> Al, did you ever um, you, you know anything about Tecmo's Deception? Oh, that game no, good. not really. I I know what it is, but okay. I never it, played it. In principle, it's similar, I guess, because in Deception, you're laying traps to like kill people and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not like an action game or anything. It's more like a tactical type of thing. And so this one's like this, like like that. You're you're setting ghosts to scare the shit out of people. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I buy? I um, I heard about the Steam sale starting, and uh, I I think there was somebody had tweeted that Red Faction Gorilla was five bucks. And I was in the hotel bar, and I was a little bit drunk. So I'm like, "Why don't I? I I, I could go in five dollars. Sounds good." And so I went back, and I told I I told Al on GChat, "I'm like, I am not sober right now, so I am probably going to drop a whole load of money on five dollar games." Uh, and I ended up buying Torchlight, Red Faction Gorilla, Shatter, uh, On the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness Episode One, Overlord. Ars Fatalis, Arcs, Ars, Arcs, Arcs Fatalis, whatever, and the Misadventures of PB Winterbottom for $29.14. And uh, I think that brings my total to $39. So I think that was a pretty decent haul for games that I'm not going to play for another two years. I think so, too. But yeah, like, I mean, it's either that or I could buy Mario Galaxy for $50. Galaxy 2 for $50. Um, I'm still playing Mario Galaxy 1. Yeah. So... If I'm gonna buy games that I'm not gonna play, I'd rather them be for I rather them be like a zillion games for five bucks. Yeah, I know. What so you mean. I, my original list, my cart had like fifty six dollars worth of stuff, but it was all a lot of it was packs. So it's like, yeah, I'll be like not playing these games, but I'll have all these games in yeah. my Steam list. I know. This kind of makes me wish that I did buy the Eidos pack just for Batman, but I. Mm. You know what? Okay, search Batman. Batman Arkham Asylum. Currently it is. Not. Oh, this Good. brought up the community page. I want the store page for it. What the fuck? That's annoying. Arkham Asylum. I misspelled Asylum as Asylum. Nice. Nice. Batman Arkham Asylum is now back to forty bucks. Oh well, I'll get it when it's like cheaper. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as what I'm actually playing, so to start my round robin off, Mario Galaxy again. I believe I am 25 stars in, 24 to 25 stars in, um, and I I am basically playing it to the point where I am getting all the stars for a stage before completing the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I was playing Mario 64 was I'd get the minimum amount of stars needed to pass onto the next world, but in this one I'm like, all right, I want to get as many as I can, like not all of them, but like all three, because once you get three stars, then like a comet opens up or some shit, and they're also hidden stars. I'm just talking about getting the three stars. That, that are obvious on each stage. And if I come across a hidden star, great. But I'm not like just doing it like, all right, how many do I need to move on to the next one? All right, I've gotten that many, and I'm moving on. I'm I, like, I'm actually trying to get all, all the normal ones. So um, I think that puts me at um, either three or four locations. Because cause what happens, for those who haven't played Mario Galaxy, um, y- you're on the kind of home base. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. On the home base where you start, where you land and you start the game. Uh, the galaxies open up by way of different areas on the home base. So, like, 
there's an observatory, there's a kitchen, there's a library, there's like a, a, a some other place. And when you visit each of them, like they are the ones that show you where the galaxies are. And so I think I'm, I think I've opened up maybe four locations now. Um, and I believe there are what 121 stars in the game. Oh goodness, something like that. Something like that. Um, so I guess I, I guess I'm like a, a fifth of the way through. Um, I think my hour count is uh, let's see five five from the first week that I played, and so I think I'm like around eight to nine hours between eight and ten hours, I guess, um, of total playtime. Which like it doesn't seem like that because I've broken it up into like um, two and a half hour segments across a, across like five five days or so for the last two weeks, and so it just feels like I'm dipping my toe in for a little bit and then doing something else. You know what I mean? So it doesn't feel like a, like Assassin's Creed Two. I bl- I like played that every single day for like an hour or two a day, and that felt like a long ten hour like adventure. And this was just like you know kind of pecking away at it, even though I'm playing it for longer sec. I guess it's just the nature of the game because it's very um like each stage uh, is very. And I think I might have said this last time, but every time you go into each stage, it's like it's like a short like ten to fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fairly quick, and like it gets long when you start dying and starting over again and stuff. But for the most part, it's just like you jump in, you finish world, you jump back out, you jump. It's it's like any other Mario game. Um, that each stage, while like when you, when you add it up, it's very long. Like the whole experience is long. Like each little romp is is pretty short. So, and I think that works to its favor because then it's like you don't feel like you've been like slogging along for such a you know long time, and it it feels like you're making progress. Um, so play it out. I will eventually. Right now, um, <clears throat> when it's my turn, I I am playing a Mario game, so I'll describe that. Oh, guys! You're right there, Pete. It sounds like you're nauseous. Should I buy Borderlands before it's no longer available for ten dollars? Are you going to play it? You can play it with Ed. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has everything now. I just yeah. looked at his profile page, and he's like, Edu Buccaneer now owns like a zillion things. Yeah, because I've won the THQ know. Complete Pack, which is like a whole oh, shit. games. Oh, I honestly don't know if I'd be playing, if I have time to play it like a lot or with anybody, but it's like, I know it's a good game that I probably will play at some point, but $10. And plus, the, sto- the sale's about to roll over into new items in yep, like 15 minutes. So, like, what if there's something in those new items that I want for $10, <laughs> but then Borderlands won't be available for $10 anymore? God damn it! What's a normal price? 20 bucks? Yeah. This mm. is game here. I'm Actually, wait. Is it? No, it's twenty nine ninety nine normal. It's 30 bucks normal. Oh. You guys hear me? Yeah. Game we, something IP yeah. what? R.I.P. <laughs> oh. Is that the one Sean Elliott talked about on an old episode of GFW? GFW. Radio. Listen to our podcast. Yo, yo. I don't remember. You know what? I think I'm going to buy this. It's only a buck and a quarter. And <laughs> but do you know anything see, about it? That's it's how a shooter. It it's an arcade shooter. You're like, this game's only a dollar. Oh, this game's only a dollar. This R-I-P. game's only a dollar. Oh, shit. I just spent $100. Like, I would actually play this game because it's a shooter, and I'd play it for like five minutes and die. Oh, damn. I can't wait till my next turn. Well, next, next turn. I'll tell you what I've been playing for five minutes. And Fuck you, Al. I'm buying this shit now, too. I hate you. And, and there's multiplayer, too. I'm not too. buying that. I'm staying off of that shit. I just bought um, it. I think you should buy Borderlands. Just because I'm buying this. Do you guys own Borderlands? I do oh, not. Oh, I didn't buy Borderlands. I mean, I bought Borderlands for Ed, but I wasn't planning on buying Borderlands. I mean, I would play Borderlands if I had somebody to play with. If you guys have it. But you know I don't play multiplayer because I've never... Well, I, we well should this play isn't Quake. the same kind of multiplayer. This is like a... Oh, as opposed to let's play Quake, let's play Borderlands. All right. 
I'm buying it. <laughs> Damn, I should have made this purchase. Now, I'll buy it. Because I could have added it to my cart. Uh, what's my birthday? January 1, 1950. Yeah, I screwed up the age gate the first time I had to close Steam and reopen it. Ah-ha! <laughs> uh, buy Borderlands. Add to cart. I'm doing Are it! Are we all buying it? Are we serious? Because I'm, I'm doing serious. it. Uh, I'm doing it. Alright, fuck it. Uh, Purchase fuck for myself. It it's Purchase done. Myself. And what about and the DLC? The DLC you, is cheap, you too. You click the but... Nah, fuck I'm, the DLC. I'm no DLC. The L- yeah, no I'm DLC. Yeah, I'm avoiding the DLC. <clears throat> so wait, you... You definitely purchased, right? Because I working dot 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 working dot dot. Fuck it, I purchased it too. Working. Return to store. Your purchase receipt, and I'm gonna get. And I'm gonna get an email from Steam saying thank you for your purchase. Great. Yeah, and I'm getting two. Yeah, me too. One for RIP and one for. You'll hear when my phone when I get my email because it'll make a noise on my phone. Fucking hate Steam. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? Just wait, and then another 13 minutes, we're gonna be like, oh fuck, we're gonna buy this, we're gonna buy that. Well, before we do that, I'm gonna blow my nose and not mute my mic. There's my email. Steam store, thank you for your purchase. Yeah, now we're never going to play this game, but I'm glad we got it. <laughs> I'll install it. Because it's what? I think it's still full price, right? Uh, yeah, it's still a $40 game. And You're a $40 game. Wait, what's a $40, $40 game? game? Uh, Borderlands. It's 30 Oh, Austin, you did buy RIP. Yep, I told you I was buying it. All right. So we got that, too. Are you too. serious? You guys bought it's that. It's $1.24. <laughs> No, but there could be something that comes <laughs> up a dollar in the next batch of games. We'll buy that too. Yeah, because it's only a dollar twenty-four, and it's co-op, <laughs> multiplayer co-op. Well, shooter. see that stuff like that. That game isn't does time limited. So this sale ends what at the like end of tomorrow or something. Yeah, it's till July fourth, right? So I have a I still have a day to decide if I want Rip. Um, but we should talk about actual games we've been playing, so people aren't just like, God, this is fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Off, Back to your round robin, did. Pete. What are you playing? So other than, uh, well, yeah, I, I'm going to go back off of Steam for a second because I'll talk about my Steam games last. Um, the other game that we, uh, Des and I have been playing a lot of has been Lego Harry Potter uh, oh. on, the, mm. on, on the 360. Um, it's uh, like, obviously, it's years one through four. We have played through the first two years. Um, so it's basically the first two books or movies. It seems more like it's following along with the movies. Uh I mean, they definitely modeled the Lego characters after, you know, the look of the movie and a lot of stuff that happens are, like, scenes from the movies. So, uh, if you're a Harry Potter fan, um, if you've read the books or seen the movies or both or whatever, then, like, you know, you'll find a lot of the... You'll get a lot of the humor and you'll enjoy the game a lot. If you don't like Harry Potter, don't fucking bother with this game and stop <laughs> listening to me right now because you're not going to care. Um, but uh, it definitely... Is the as far as I played a little bit of Lego Star Wars. I never played Batman or Indiana Jones, but from what I hear about those and what I played Star Wars, this definitely seems like you know uh, Traveler's Tales making the best Lego game they've made so far. And honestly, I feel like the best use of the license so far. Like, I, I mean, I, I I hear that the Star Wars is really good. Like, it definitely like uh, fans of Star Wars, the original trilogy or the extended unit, you know, the whole extended trilogy or whatever. Uh, not trilogy. Yeah. Se- sextuplet ology? Sex. Sextology. <laughs> Sextology. Um, <laughs> you said it. Sextual. Yeah. That sounds like an, a porno title. Yeah. Uh, it, um, Star Wars, I hear, did it really good. Like, it actually, like, you know, used the license to full good effects. But I really feel like yeah, they did. I like, got Star Wars. It's pretty good. Did complete justice to uh, Harry Potter here. Um, and, uh, the game is just fun. Like, 
it's got so much stuff to do. There's just so many things to collect. You know, you're running around as the wizards and casting spells and stuff, which I, I understand in Star Wars you have the force to make Lego blocks float and to construct things, and in Harry Potter you're wizards, so you could have that. I'm not really sure, like, I, since I haven't played them, I wonder how they did that in Batman and Indiana Jones. Like, uh, as he, Indiana Jones, did you just, like, whip Legos together or something? I think in Batman he was just... He was just building them. I mean, like, with, with very little explanation, he was just doing it. It was just, like, his hands moving really fast, and they would just, like, yeah. go together? Okay. I think so, yeah. That kind of makes sense. I kind of sort then. of remember Indiana Jones being, being more of, like, he uses his whip to get across things, and then the helper usually builds stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, so, like, you actually get a radial menu of spells in Harry Potter. So, like, you're actually learning the spells as you would through the – as he learned them through the books or the movies. So you start out with your levitation spell, and you get, like, a light thing to kill, like, these evil plants. It sounds really stupid if you're not into Harry Potter, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, eventually start upgrading to, like, more, like, powerful or dangerous spells, like – um just, like, uh, disarming opponents, and I guess eventually, like, you can even get some of the Death Eater spells. I don't know if you get them as Harry Potter or whatnot, but, like, some of the Death Eater spells, like, uh, the one that kills people and, like, hurts them and stuff. I'm not gonna say the names, because I don't want to sound like a complete tool, even though I know all the names. Which, by the way, Des kept calling the, the levitation spell wrong. It's, uh, it's Wingardium Leviosa, and she kept calling it Aloha Mora, and I was like, stop calling it by the wrong name! <laughs> wait, wait, what is I didn't I didn't hear you. What is it? The actual name of the spell is Wingardium Leviosa. I, I couldn't hear you. Say that again? No. Fuck you. <laughs> trying to call, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun for Harry Potter fans. Like I was saying, there's a lot of stuff to do. You can collect a lot of different things. Uh, like, you're traveling through Hogwarts school, so, like, you will constantly go back to the same areas, but there's so many things in each area that you can't do just because you're not, like, you don't have... You haven't learned a certain spell you need or, like, whatever. Um, so you'll constantly be going back to, like, re-unlock things or, like, to unlock things that you couldn't get to earlier. Um, you uh, you know, there's plenty of characters to unlock. The Harry Potter universe is full of, like, a vast cast of characters. So, like, each time we would unlock a new character, Des would be like, Ooh, you unlocked this character. Ooh, you unlocked this character. And, um, yeah, like, and then... uh. One of the things in the book is this uh, potion called what? What the hell's the name of it? The, the Polyjuice Potion. Uh, you learn how to make potions later. So, like when you learn how to make the Polyjuice Potion, it turn it allows you to transform into other characters. So, uh, you basically have this huge choice of characters to select from as you unlock them, and then later, uh, or well, not later, but like right away, you you only have a few options. But there's at the very bottom, there's ran there's like I guess you can customize characters, like build your own Lego characters. Um, but we didn't do that yet. So if you go to the custom area, it just like randomly generates one. And it's like these random insane Lego characters that look so out of place in the world of Harry Potter, but it's hilarious. Oh um, yeah. You could do that in Star Wars too. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's pretty funny. That's cool. Uh, and yeah, it's just an awesome game and definitely something that we're going to like, this was just a borrow out from GameStop, but this was a definite purchase for us. Like we are, we will definitely be getting it so we can play more. And it seems like one of those games that we'll want to try to like collect everything and do everything in. And, uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun and, uh, it really pays tribute to the license. So I I'm happy with it. Um, so that'll end my round Robin or not my round. Well, that'll end my, end my turn round. for this. This will end my round. All Go. Right, <laughs> well, I was going to ask you one thing. You know oh. how um what's it called? Like the, the Lego games in general are and and I apologize if you said this already, but the Lego games in general like the combat is kind of uh a, a little bit 
laggy. Not laggy, but like more timing based. You know what I mean? It's it's oh, not just yeah, like, I guess uh, hack, I hack, talk... hack, 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 hack. Yeah, but it's 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 very rhythmic. There's honestly with this game, there's not a lot of combat. Uh, oh, there's, okay. There there's blowing shit up. You know, like zapping <laughs> shit in the world to collect the studs. Um, and there's a lot of like you know, floating pieces around to, like, build new areas or whatever and solve puzzles. Most of the game, at least of what we played, has been, I'd say, 85 to 90% puzzle solving and oh, maybe okay. 10% combat for, like, the quote-unquote boss fights. But even those are usually just the boss will throw something at you, float it back at them. Um, oh, that's like how – that's the end of um... – Episode one of Star Wars, where you fight Darth Maul, is just he throws stuff at you, you throw it back. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And honestly, I don't mind it. Like, I enjoy it. I don't want a game that like this game. I don't want it to be full of combat. I just yeah. I, we enjoy just exploring and uh, and doing the puzzle solving. Um, so that's really good. There one complaint we do have about it is that when you're playing co-op. Um, you know, when you get far far away from each other, it splits the screen, which isn't a problem. But if you're trying to, a lot of times you have to like uh, target something. Like, so it'll it'll auto target stuff you're near nearby. But if you want to specifically target something, you can hold down. We're playing 360, so you can hold down the X button, and it puts up a reticle on the screen, and you can scroll over to whatever you want to target. It, but it's very finicky. Like, if the other character moves, it can it can actually move the entire screen instead of just their split screen. Like, it'll actually tug on your screen a little bit, so it makes it really hard to pinpoint things. Um, and we've had many many times where, like, one of us will be trying to target something and the other person will be moving and be like, fucking stop moving, you're pulling my reticle off the thing. Aww. So that that was kind of annoying. Um, but, I mean, besides that, it really, like, there's really not many complaints I can levy against the game. And there's just so much fun to be had with it that any of the, you know, shortcomings <laughs> are just easily overlooked. Niggles aside... Okay. Muggles aside, zing, ha ha. Oh, good one! Uh, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, the Hot game is light. so funny too. What like the fuck? it does, it does all the Lego like humor stuff. Like uh, in the storyline, for those who know, there's a part like, for instance, where uh, Ron and Harry become Crab and Goyle by taking the Polyjuice Potion. This is in the second book slash movie. And the way the Legos do it is instead of having them actually change fully character, they just have them put on their little like they're the the other character's Lego hair top piece on top of their own hair top piece, and that's how they are, you know, disguised as the other characters. It's fucking oh, ridiculous. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that, just they a do lot that a lot little... in Star Wars too. Yeah, People, like the Lego uh, humor is just awesome. Yeah, like um, I think no, never mind. I didn't get there yet. But there were a lot of parts where in Star Wars, uh, people would die. But they would basically just like turn into a whole bunch of little like their their Lego body would just like separate. And their head would just yeah. come off. And it was very comical. But they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, Lego is funny. And, you know, like, playing this Lego game just makes me, like, interested in... More more interested than I already was in what they're going to do for, like, uh, the Lego MMO. Um, and, uh, like, I know it's not Traveler's Tales doing it. But just, you know, Lego license in itself is interesting. And uh, I am curious about that. But anyway, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, okay. you are. I'm One done. minute and done, 27 seconds left for this uh, Steam Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so excited I'm to see what it. happens. <laughs> um, Let's right. see what happens. I so, wonder if it'll change instantly. What? I wonder if it'll change instantly. Like, if they'll just, like... I want them to, like, do, like, a flip thing. Like, the first one will flip over and be something new and just, like, kind of, like, cascade down. It'd be pretty cool. No, it'll it probably won't change do that at, at once, all. but it'll be broken for the first minute. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, Exciting! Exciting. 
my game is Super Mario, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, which I've been playing with my wife. Uh, we are now in the middle, well, actually, we're at the end of World 5, and this game is really built like, it's basically Super Mario Bros. 3 um, on Wii, where, uh, you know, you're fighting all of the Koopa kids and Bowser Jr. is thrown into the mix, but, like, the levels are pretty much built just like the um, Mario 3 levels, except for the fact that the Ice World, I think, was World 5, but now it's World 3, and Giant World was, like, World 3, and now it's World 5. I don't remember. But... Numbers! Hmm? Numbers! Yeah, numbers. Uh, but, you know, the first world was, like, your regular Green Hills world, and then the second world was the Desert world. Uh, the third world was ice, the fourth world was water. Um, and the fifth one here is giant. So I'm assuming that the seventh one is probably still going to be pipe world, and the sixth world is probably going to be a sky world. Um, it's really, really tough to play Mario with two players. When as the we, fa- as we found out at PAX. Yes. Uh, but it gets tougher. Like, I actually had the misfortune of continuing, like, once. And, um, it, it, well, actually, I think I continued twice. And Evelyn and I both had to do that. We were stuck on New deals are up. Huh? Oh my god! They're up? New oh, deals shoot. are up. Uh, <laughs> new deals are up. <laughs> wow, they actually updated the site, and it, well, it's still kind of broken. But, let's see, Mountain Blade sucks. Uh, Portal we already have. If anyone doesn't Mountain have Portal, Blade. then, you know. I, I don't have World of Goo. I don't have World of Goo. Battlefield, Just Cause, Sam and Max, Devil May Cry. Okay, so this sale sucks. Yeah, I already have Portal, I already have World of Goo. Devil May Cry. On here. Four. Devil May Cry 4. Oh wow! For seven fifty. Oh, that's Man. right. They have it on PC. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is the last set too, isn't it? Because after this set, after this set, timer's done. The sale's over. So. Mm, no, I think it'll be one more. Uh, oh right, because it'll end at. That's right. It'll end at one p.m. tomorrow, or one yeah. yeah one p.m. tomorrow for me, for us, and well, for other people that aren't. The only thing that I would Santa be interested time. in here is Sam and Max Devil's Playhouse, but I'm still on Sam and Max One Two. So that's not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta get to season one before I do anything else. Okay, um, so to continue. Go ahead with what whatever you were talking about. I wasn't yes. listening to you. What were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> um I was stuck on this one part in stage four or stage four in world four and it was very, very annoying. We lost a zillion lives and uh it it was really, really like annoying, like I said. But we succeeded, and we were happy, and whatnot. And the game is really fun. It's just, it should not be this hard to play Mario, like Super Mario Brothers, even if it's two players. And I can't even imagine how tough this game would be if we have four dedicated players, like, you know, who are really dedicated on trying to finish this game, and some of the stages are auto-scroll, some of the things that you have are like, you know, you got these small platforms and shit. People would be dying left and right. Anyway, that is the game that I played, and I just want to throw in real quick um, that I played Zanuck, uh on Wii, the Nintendo game, which is, is the... Is that the crazy-ass shooter? Yeah, sort of. It's a, a, it's a top-down shooter that has adjustable AI, like, not adjustable AI, but uh, the AI changes based on how you play. 
And so there are these ships that come out, and if you don't shoot them, the game gets harder. Uh, if you shoot and continue to miss, the game gets harder. If they shoot you and they miss, the game gets easier. And if you destroy any of the ships or a fortress, um, then the uh, game gets easier. Uh, I would like to say that for like the first couple of minutes, or maybe even the first hour after the Steam sale, the sale, the seat, the prices are still the same. It's probably for oh. like the first five or ten minutes. So okay. you can still like get it now, but. In like the next couple of minutes, it's just gonna shoot right back up to the regular. I just wanted to go up because we were all like in a hurry. Yeah, to we're get like, it. get it now, get it now, do it now. Um, I want so... to feel justified. <laughs> That's what I got. Wait, so far. Z- okay, so Zanuck is the one with the five different like main weapon types, like uh, and, it's like nine we- types. weapon types or something like that. It's like zero through nine, so I think it's ten Isn't... weapon types. Oh, I've only seen zero through five. I, I I think we are talking about the same. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same game. Yeah, they uh, come up as numbers, and like the default weapon is like a a, uh, it's a beam that goes in like the direction that you're shooting. So if you press up, it shoots up while you're moving up, it, even though it should really go to reverse. Like if you're pressing down, it should go up. But that's my own preference. Uh, um, then there's like and a it, ha- it has different bomb types, right? It no bombs. Oh, then we're talking about different games. I think we're talking about different games because the one the the one that I was playing uh, recently uh, had bombs like different bomb types, five different weapon types, and um, five different bomb types and five different weapon types. So like for Nintendo, yeah. Uh, sounds familiar, but I can't really put my finger on it. Um, and like you shoot rabbits. Rabbits. Apparently, like a lot of the enemies look like rabbits, at least in the first stage. I don't recall. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's your turn anyway. Oh, so I was playing that game. And, no, uh, I was <laughs> playing... Um, I booted up Samurai Showdown 2 on my Wii Virtual Console. Um, I think on Tuesday, just you know, just for a little bit of fun. And I just realized how terrible I am in that game. Like, <laughs> th- there's something... There's something... It's weird because it's so similar to Street Fighter in, in, in its basics, but like... <clears throat> just everything about the feel and the technique and all that other shit is so different that like I I can't like wrap my head around it. And, and Neo Geo games are fucking hard. They are. Like like I remember playing a lot of Samurai Showdown three in high school, a lot. And like it was a challenge just to get past the second guy. And sometimes the first guy would fucking destroy you. Um, and it's not like um, it's not like um, Mortal Kombat three was or two was where like. If you set the difficulty to easy, like um, the first battle is easy, and then it gets progressively harder and harder and harder until it's like retarded and rword.org uh, and ridiculous. But um, they would always have. I I feel like I feel like they. It's not that they're cheap. They just they just good. I don't know. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. But um, yeah. So Samurai Showdown Two sucks. No, it doesn't suck. It's just annoying. Um, oh, and I don't. If I'm unless I'm mistaken, like you can't. It's it's the home ver it's the Neo Geo version ported like directly obviously it's emulated and I guess you couldn't change the amount of credits that you had really? so yeah so like you're stuck with four to so finish game. the whole game yeah oh that makes things really bad that means you have to get good at the game yeah Ugh. <clears throat> um which you know which is fine like I don't mind I, like obviously I play games to get good at them but um this is just way like it's it's something that I don't think I can get better at um. Honestly, it's it's that esoteric. Um, 
and I, I play mostly with Ukyo on Samurai Showdown 3, so I'm like, okay, well, let me play with Ukyo on 2. Totally different. Yeah. Like, completely com- They completely different. changed him between 2 and 3. Like, I-, I feel like they neutered him in 3, apparently, but, like, I still like playing him better at 3 just because I know how to... I don't know how to play him, but, like, I am more familiar with him, I should say. Yeah, I would like to agree with you because in 2, I absolutely hate Ukyo. Like, I'll go to his house and try to stab him in the back if I could, but... <laughs> I can't because he doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, why do you hate him? Because he hits you and like every single hit is an ultra critical. Oh, oh, when you play against him, against I him, yeah, as him. I, I, I don't play as him. I, I really am so limited in Samurai Showdown that the only character I really play with is like, uh, 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 who do I play with in Samurai Showdown? God damn, Almaru, Charlotte. Oh, I, I play Tom Tom sometimes too. But Tom Tom's not into. I think my general characters are like the typical ones that like, you know, anybody would choose because they're like, oh, I don't know how to play Samurai Showdown, so I'm gonna just play like Street Fighter. It'll be Haomaru and then Galford or Hanzo. Yeah, that's how I play Guilty Gear. <laughs> with the Soul Bad Guy. No, no, Soul Bad Guy. I can't play with Soul Bad Guy because uh, ever since Jerry like owned everybody without even like looking twice to see anything else in the world. Uh, I t- we all call Soul Bad Guy Soul Cheap Guy. <laughs> he is kind of yeah. He well, is yeah. I mean, you could literally like destroy anybody with Soul Bad Guy, and they will have absolutely no chance of counterattack. <laughs> See, I thought Guilty Gear was so unbalanced that it didn't really matter. Like everybody was. Well, yeah, everybody is absolutely unbalanced like that. Ah. Although Soul Bad Guy is tier one. Tier one of unbalancedness. He's tier zero. He's he's on a tier by himself. <laughs> Um, you know what I re- I don't know if this is out on Virtual Console yet, but I really want The Last Blade. I don't think it is. I could take a look. But you know what I want on Virtual Console that's not on it? Choplifter. Freaking Sega Master System. I don't know why, but it was a game, one of those games that I never beat when I was a kid. Man, shit. Uh, never, I don't think I ever played it. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a game where you basically, you're flying a helicopter and you have to destroy POW camps and save the guys as they run out. So you have to land the helicopter and then pick up the guys oh. and then you take them back to base. I, it's starting to come familiar to me now. Yeah, it was an awesome game, but it got really tough near the end. It was like five stages. I got up to the fifth stage, but then you had to fly through this cave. And I couldn't ever make it through the cave because I was like eight or seven. And, and you said it was Master System? Yeah, SMS. The SMS. F-M-F. Super Laser Racer for $1.25. What's Super even... Laser Raider? Uh, wait, I, I think I heard know it. what it is. Let's see. What? Super, Super Laser, Laser Racer. Racer? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Super Laser Racer. Somebody it I know like has Geo this game. Wars as a racer. Nobody I know has this game. <laughs> so what does it look like? It looks, it looks like, like Geo Wars as a racer. Oh, oh Geometry Wars. Uh, I, I didn't catch that. Actually, yeah, it does look like Geometry Wars as a racer. Should we buy it? Uh, is it multiplayer? I don't know. Is it? Uh, it's single player. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, but it's only a dollar twenty-five, guys. Go ahead and get it. Hmm. I already spent my dollar twenty-five. You, you raise a good point, sir. I wasn't See. gonna buy it. I just figured I, I was making fun of you guys because you're all like, it's only. Oh, but anyway, we, we would actually seriously consider this shit. Don't fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck oh, with me, man. man. Fuck your shoes. Honestly, if it was multiplayer, I would have seriously considered it too. I didn't realize it was only single player. Oh yeah, because I'd be like, "Yo, let's uh, do a podcast while playing Super Laser Racer." 
dude, let's do a podcast like while while playing Quake, like now. No or Borderlands, which we just fucking bought. Yeah, we had to download it and it completely yeah. screw up our uh, connections. That's true. Next week, podcasting inside of Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be in the world. I wonder if that would interfere with our recording. Like, if that would. Well, it, it doesn't send that much data once you're actually playing. <gasps> kind of like just Quake. broke on me. It broke. It said unable to unable to connect to server. Server may be offline. What? what or Steam? you may not be connected to the internet. I'm connected to the internet. Steam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having problems loading up Steam too. So I can't it's... see all the deals. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, now I just loaded back. So even though I didn't load up the homepage, oh yeah, the homepage is definitely not. Oh wait, there it is. Now it's back. <laughs> they probably just reset all the prices. Oh maybe yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Yep. Oh wait, no, it's two key. Never mind. Hang on. No, yeah, so, still 1019. Um, where are we now? Uh oh wait, no, it did go up. Okay, went up by. Almost double. It's We're still on sale, Pete. but not. No wait, wait did you not lost? 40. Uh, I yeah, Summer Showdown too. Oh, that game. <laughs> yeah, that game. Oh, that game. All right, so uh, I think I talked about all console stuff. So, um, real quick, I'll run down what I bought on Steam, and I'll talk about like why I made some purchasing decisions. So, what I have now out of the Steam sale is uh, I also bought Torchlight, and I got the Introversion Complete Pack, and now, because of you guys, I have Borderlands, and right before the timer expired, I bought Bee Hazard, because it was only two bucks, two bucks and change, and actually, uh, from the, when I played the demo, it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, I couldn't take so. it. It was too, um... Frenetic. Too epileptic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm not susceptible, it made me feel sick. I actually, I did like the look of it, I just didn't like the uh, the fact that there was, like, all the ships were the same, but mm-hmm. like I said, for like two bucks, it wasn't that bad. Um, and uh, at least I played it unlike, you know, Super Laser Razor or Ghost Master. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, uh, okay, I want to talk about Torchlight because Torchlight, like, I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this because we were talking before the recording. But if I did not mention in the recording, uh, my original list of Steam games was like $56 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wound up cutting my list and cutting my list. And Torchlight, Torchlight wasn't my original list, but I was like, you know, you do I really want to spend? You t- live blogged it. What? Yeah, let me finish. Hang on, let me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I okay. I Cannot think you get finish. <laughs> um, so I was like looking at my list, and I was like, Torchlight's only one game, and do I want to spend ten bucks on one game when I can get, you know, like some other packages? Like for instance, Titan Quest, you get two games for five bucks. Um, and Titan Quest is sort of a in the similar vein. Uh, and no last blade. On the Wii Shop. Oh. Uh, you know me, I read the damn chat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I was like, should I buy this or whatever? So I was like, well, you know, Titan Quest has a demo, and uh, Torchlight has a demo, um, and uh, there was also other, this other pack I was looking at called King's Bounty or something, which, if I remember correctly, Tycho from Penny Arcade had said something about. So that had a demo, too. So I downloaded these, and I was like, I'll probably buy one of these three, because they were, like, you know, t- uh, King's Bounty and Torchlight were 10 bucks, and uh, Titan Quest was $5 for the pack. So I was like, I'll probably end up buying at least one of these things. Um, and the first thing I did was I tried the Torchlight demo, and yeah, I live. I I don't know if it's called live blogging when you're tweeting, but whatever. Live uh, tweeting. Don't read, don't read the damn chat. Austin says. Yeah, um, <laughs> you read it. I win. So I, I I live tweeted my playing of the demo, and funny funnily enough, while I was playing, uh, towards the end of my demo playing, uh, Runic Games themselves tweeted me 
and you know at, said that they hoped I enjoyed it, which I, of course I said I did. And at the end, when I first started, I was having problems with things like the fact that uh, there's no settings to rebind keys in any way. Like uh, I wanted to play the game just with the mouse. I didn't want to have to use the keyboard for like, um, like I didn't Everything. have to hit one. Of, yeah, well, you know, you don't have to use it for everything, but, like, for certain things, like, uh, using health potions, like, rather than go and click on the thing on the bottom of the screen, I wanted to just hit, uh, or, and as opposed to just hitting one on the keyboard, I wanted to have one of my other mouse buttons, because I got, like, an eight-button mouse, I wanted to just have an, one of the other buttons be, you know, uh, drink the potion, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, there's no key binding options, so that's a bit of a, a drawback. And I kept dying really, really easily. But I found out later that that was my own fault because at some point in my gaming life, I just apparently started assuming that games would automatically uh, replenish your health after a fight, um, which this game does not. Which, you know, it it makes sense. It shouldn't automatically replenish your health. But for some reason, I just assumed that it did. Um, so once I got a hold of that fact, I was able to stop dying all the time. Uh, the game, the game looks absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Uh, obviously, you know, ex, uh, Blizzard employees and stuff. It looks, it definitely draws a lot of art inspiration from Warcraft and, and things like that. Uh, it has that kind of Blizzard look to it. Um, but you know, it's awesome. It looks great. Uh, and so after finishing the demo, I, I was curious whether or not my demo character would transfer over cause I had gone up to almost, I think I'm like level seven or eight in the demo. Um, and I was happy with my character and the, uh, the points that I had spent in its skill trees and whatnot. Uh, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, Torchlight's like a Diablo clone. Uh, you know, you, a lot of loot gathering going, it, it basically almost is Diablo. You start in your one single town and then you go down into the mine or whatever and you're just going level after level. It, after level but it's with a, lo- a much brighter color, color palette. Yeah, it, I mean, that's kind of like what Diablo 3 is doing is it's, you know, going brighter, which actually I really like the brighter color palette, so I think I'll really like Diablo 3's uh, art direction too. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, you do, you look for fat loots and then you level up and you spend points in skill trees. Fat so, loots? Fat loots. Um, fat loots. And I wasn't getting the whole loot hoarding mentality that I used to get with Diablo, but I do get the whole leveling up mentality, you know, carrot on a stick, like, oh, I want to get the next level so I can get that next skill type of thing. Uh, so that was definitely working for me. Anyway, yeah, like I was saying, I was happy with the way I spent my points, so I I was curious as to whether or not my demo character would carry over, and since Runic Games had tweeted me asking if I enjoyed the demo, I asked them if my demo character would carry over, which they said yes, so I basically, as soon as I was done the demo, I instantly purchased it, and I'm very happy that I did. Um, now, on the uh, flip side, this I did not purchase, but I wanted to talk in the same breath since i'm not breathing apparently uh that (laughs) i also i i tried the titan quest demo later on and that's like i said a similar type of game um it's uh i think it tries to be a little bit more story driven than something like diablo and whatnot um and torchlight but the uh the problem with something like that is when it was came out they went for a more real you know a quote-unquote realistic look and it just does not hold up graphically it looks horrible uh the animations are slow and sluggish and the combat, I don't know, it just, it, it doesn't look good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so like I actually passed on that. Um, it just, within five minutes of playing it, I was like, wow, Torchlight is just a better game. And even though it's only one game for double the price, it's just worth that cost as opposed to the Titan Quest. I mean, Titan Quest may be good games, but within five minutes, I was just like, I'm not really interested in playing this. So I didn't buy it. Um, and thank God there was a demo for it, because otherwise I may have bought it. 
Uh, uh, I would have played it with you, man. Even though you hate it. Is Titan Quest multiplayer? Time. Yeah, I have it too. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't care that you guys have it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Wait, there was something else. Oh, Sacred. Is that multiplayer? Sacred Gold? I do not know, but I have it now. <laughs> I know. I'm clicking on it. It's like six bucks. No, three bucks. And it's multiplayer. Oh, Jesus. Ah! Another, another. Oh, wait. No, yeah, no, wait. No, no. Land only. Oh, it's multiplayer oh. land only. That's weird. Yeah. That means I'd have to get a laptop. And Where do you see land house. only? It says in the description. Um, oh, yeah, uh, I see. Battle with friends and rivals in Sacred's free multiplayer mode, land only. They, they bolded free. <laughs> yeah, and then didn't they just put land only in like parentheses? It should have had yeah, like a land star. Yeah, Land only is always free. Thanks. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. That that that's my end of Torchlight. It was a definitely worth a purchase, and that game is definitely I think worth the full price. If you missed out on the, if you hear this and you missed out on the Steam deal, uh, Torchlight's a pretty excellent game. Buy that shit. Buy that shit. Plus, Al, what you were playing? Oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, isn't there something that like if you buy the game now, don't you get in on some like special deal or like free for when they eventually release the MMO or something like that? Not that I know. Didn't of. It, I thought I remember hearing that when Torchlight first came out, they were talking about like people who buy this game like are gonna get some sort of deal when they release because like Torchlight was just kind of their like in a way it's like their beta test type of thing because they're making an MMO. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. So you, I think you're you, right. I think you're right. Al, you I talk. had it for like a long time, and I would love to be... I mean, I have kind of saw something remotely related to the MMO, but if the only thing that I don't like about Torchlight is that it's not multiplayer. Everything else, it's got everything I going I thought they were it. going to eventually put that in or something. Uh, Torchlight MMO? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess that would be the multiplayer, huh? Yeah. I thought they were going to patch m- multiplayer into the the base game. Yeah, it would be nice, but I doubt it. It's kind of like um, Heavy Rain in their DLC. It's just not happening. Uh, my turn, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I have been playing Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. I'm about five hours in, and um, it's interesting. It's worth a play for anyone who likes Mario and Luigi and anyone who likes RPGs. Enough said. Uh, since that was so short, I will also say I've been playing a little bit of <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2, which, as everybody should know, it's a game worth buying. It's fucking awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Go, go back, go back to Inside Story. Uh, what is okay. it? Um, what is it like in comparison to the older uh, Mario and Luigi's? Oh, what, what's the main draw or the main difference, if any? The main draw and the main difference are both the same thing. You get to play with Bowser. Okay. And Bowser is. Um, Rather hilarious. Like the game is really about him because well, it's inside him. Oh well, no, no, uh, you actually play outside of him most of the time. Oh, because okay. it, Mario, Luigi are inside of Bowser and they um, do stuff based on what he does in the real world. So right now I'm in a situation where I'm trying to get to his castle because his castle is hijacked, and um, I had to go and get a, a bonsai bill. And in order to get the bonsai bill, I had to like search throughout wherever and whatnot, blah blah blah. Uh, there was this one boss fight that I had to do that was preceded by a mini game where you had to eat a carrot, a huge ass carrot, and it was a mini game where 
he eats the carrot on top and these pieces come down and as Mario and Luigi you had to explode the pieces to help him digest the food <laughs> and one of the pieces would have uh something that would destroy all of the pieces at once if you got it early enough and if you got it late then it would reduce them to the one tap so that it would go away in one tap uh that was fun and then you actually like wind up fighting the boss which was pretty tough actually because the boss took a lot of health out of Bowser but uh the fights sometimes go in different stages where you're fighting something and you uh use what's called a vacuum block and you suck in a whole bunch of stuff and if you suck in enemies he She's gone goes... from suck to blow. Oh. <laughs> uh they the enemies will go you know oh. they'll go into Bowser's stomach and you have to fight them with Mario and Luigi. Um right right. So that's pretty much like the whole the main inside difference. story thing right like how partners in time the whole thing was that you get to use mario luigi and baby mario and baby luigi right. all like at the same time in the same fights and stuff like that this one it's mario luigi and bowser and um they all kind of work together to i mean Mar- right now bowser doesn't even know that he's what he's done like he i, I don't want to like reveal the story or anything or the the i mean basically it's just a synopsis but still um I, I I don't want to talk about that, but it's it's a really cool game. Like it's don't a game that I really sit and play, and I I enjoy my time playing the game. I don't feel like I'm doing work. I feel like I'm relaxing, like I'm sitting on the right. beach and shit. Just like <laughs> got the DS flipped open and I'm playing, no matter where I am. Um, so on, onto Assassin's Creed Two. Uh, I'm on sequence five, where you have to. Um, Sequence five is where you have to um, do stuff, kill people. You have to do stuff. Yeah, you kill Thanks. people, and you hunt down other people, and you kill them too. I don't remember because it's been a while since I played, but I know I went into uh, a tomb in uh, in Florence, I think. Uh-huh. Damn, I don't even know where the hell I am. Uh, but anyway, I went to a tomb, and it was like a tomb where you had to... You started in the water, and you had to climb around a whole bunch of shit, and then oh, it it, it wasn't in Florence; it was in Tuscany. It's the the, the wait. Is it is it in Tuscany tower. or the or the fortress right right outside of Tuscany? It's because I know I know that like the, there's a a really small fortress town right before you. Oh, the San Gimino thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been there, or that could be where I stopped playing because it was the big tower, the biggest tower in the area. That's that's like it's, it's I think it's called like Torre Grondo or Grosso or something like that, but whatever it means big tower, and um, you have to climb that whole big tower to get to the top, and then you get the relic, uh, and then you leave through the um the ceiling, and you wind up on top of the tower, and you jump off. Okay, right. right. Anyway. Oh yeah, that that yeah. It's it's I don't know. Anyway, nah, I did that. Nah, that was the last nah, thing I did. Nah 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 nah. nah. Uh, yeah. so. That was the last thing I did, and the last kill I did was uh, Francesco De Pazzi. So I don't uh, know if that's okay. Is, it, is that I forget if that's the father, the son, or or, or... that's the father. You okay. kill the son first, and then you kill the father, and now you're after. Um, uh, I think you're after that dude. Yeah, that dude. So that's all I have to say about Assassin's Creed Two. Assassin's Creed Two is fucking awesome. Although I can't wait to finish it so I go on to something else because I just want to clear out games. Um. But it's really fun to play, like really fun. Have uh, you uh, have you reached the point where you 
you you you um you can jump to grab higher ledges from from hanging onto a wall or no? Uh, I don't really know what you mean. You mean if there's... you're climbing and there's something that's out of your reach, you can actually like jump? Yeah, but you have to learn it. I didn't learn that. Okay. Because a uh, lot oh. of things kind of open up a little bit more when when you get that. I bet. I wanted to say that um, I now see what you see, that Ezio is much more agile than Altair. Like, it's really evident as you start playing it more, I think. Uh, well, as I started playing it more, I should say, it, it became a lot more evident to me just how easy it was for him to go different places and everything like that. Really yeah, cool. I mean, if you... If you um... If you go back to Assassin's Creed and um, uh, let me see, what was I talking about? I just lost. All right, okay. If you go back to Assassin's <laughs> Creed and uh, try to climb up a structure, just like just look at the way he moves. Like when Ezio's climbing, um, like the, he he kind of like he kind of, he's kind of speedier and like every, every, he kind of j- jumps a little bit up. Like, mm-hmm. you, like yeah. you can see that his trailing leg is kind of like extended. Whereas in like the first Assassin's Creed, he's uh, Altair is just kind of like you know slowly grabbing each rock. I don't know. It's it's weird. You have to actually see it, but I I'm it. sure you see it. I'm I'm for people time for everybody else. Yes, Sorry. I, I I was lost. Yeah, you lost, son, sir, madam. What? What? Your turn. Uh, chicken butt. Ah, okay. Ha, ha, um, ha. I uh I I put in not put in, but I I started playing Lost Winds, the uh, Wii Wear game for for Wii. <laughs> But it, and it's the instant that I kind of turned it on, I fell in love with its aesthetics. It's it's very um, musically. There's a lot of pan flute, um, and it's very, it's kind of like uh, it's it's very it feels very Japanese. And when I say that, I don't mean like oh Final Fantasy Japanese. I mean like old time Japanese. Um, kind of like kind of a similar sensation I get from something like The Last Blade on Neo Geo. Mm-hmm. Um, that very classical sense. Not not and again not like samurai swords and shit but just the aesthetic just the feel of it like um but the uh yeah i i want the soundtrack to that now and the art direction is really really nice and clean um really good for like a downloadable game um the gameplay is it's weird uh you it's it's somewhat reminiscent of uh the kirby game on ds canvas curse in that um you are kind of drawing lines in order to do in order to help him move, but it's not the same way where you're like literally moving a, a testicle with lines. You're <laughs> like you can you control the guy yourself, but he can't jump. So uh, he 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 climbs onto ledges himself. He um and, and he does all and he kind of hops off the of ledges himself. But you can't actually press a button to jump. So what you have to do is if there's a, a platform that is too high for him to reach, like he can't just climb it himself. You um you use the Wii remote to draw a gust of wind, hence the lost wind thing, um, and that gust of wind kind of carries him a little bit, and so it's that's why it's kind of like uh, Canvas Curse because you kind of you kind of guide him with with the uh, with the direction of the wind that you draw, um, and then you get power ups like as you progress through the game like that that increase the amount of gusts that you have um, to propel him further along or higher up. And I, I've only played it for, like, maybe 45 minutes, but I'm assuming that there are other abilities besides just the gust. Like, I couldn't guess, venture to guess what they are, but um, I'm sure that you gain the ability to, like, I don't know, like, uh, propel him upwards or some shit like that. I'm, again, these are just guesses. But uh, it's it's not entirely a display of what the Wii can do. 
Uh, but it's it's a it's a very very beautiful looking and sounding game, and for a downloadable game, it's it's just very well produced so far from what I've seen. Um, I can't remember how much I paid for. I think it was ten dollars. I can't mm, remember. Yeah, I think it's ten. But you should buy it. <laughs> Pete, have you played? Have, do you know anything about that game? Have you? Is Pete alive? I'm here. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you playing? What, what, Wait, are you what playing? game? Oh, Lost what... Winds. Mister Not Listening. I was looking up stuff, uh, trying to find the information on Torchlight, which I couldn't find. And not find. listening. <laughs> no, Lost Winds for Wii. No. Never played it. Okay, fine. What are you even playing? I don't even know anything about it. What is it about? What were you talking about? I'm not going to say What's it again. Oh, God. Why am I here? Um, so what am I playing other than this? Uh, so, so, Al, what are you even playing? <laughs> go ahead, Pete. No, it's okay. It's your um, turn. We'll, we'll just not listen to him. Go ahead. You can not listen to me. It's cool. Uh, I realized... <laughs> Like well, like I said, I couldn't find the torchlight information, so maybe I'm mistaken in, in thinking there was some other added benefit to buying the game. But it doesn't matter because the game is just good. Uh, but I forgot to mention while I was talking about that that because I had also thrown into the uh, the game list there that I was talking about was uh, also King's Bounty, which I played the demo for that too, uh, and that game wasn't very fun either. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess I'll. <clears throat> Real quick, mention that I also played the, like I said, I bought the intro version complete pack, so I uh, played uh, through the tutorial of <laughs> DefCon, which uh, I had played DefCon once before, only one other time with Charlie a long time ago, um, and I think we played it for Game Slaves Radio, um, and he hated it, and Game Slaves Radio, and I like couldn't really understand what we were doing, um, but it looked really sweet. Uh, so I remember that I somewhat enjoyed it, but like after that one game, it's like I couldn't really make a full get a full impression on it because like we both didn't really understand it, and he just hated it. So like it didn't give me a good idea. <laughs> but after after download, like I the reason I downloaded the complete pack was because it was only five bucks, and I had tried the Darwinia demo on uh, Xbox Live Arcade maybe a couple months back or whatever, um, and. I had never tried Darwinia before. It always seemed like it was something that I wouldn't be into, but after having tried the demo on Xbox Live Arcade, it actually is a really cool, uh, like, strategy game. Um, and uh, so, like, that's the main reason I downloaded the introversion pack. I did install Darwinia, but I didn't get to try it, like, play it on the PC uh, on Steam yet. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure I'll enjoy it still. Uh, and, like I said, I just went through the tutorial of DEF CON, which I understand better now how it works. Um, and that's a really awesome, uh, like, I guess also real time strategy game. <laughs> uh, that is, like, meant to be played multiplayer, though. So, like, hopefully, uh, I can find someone out there I know that has it. I, I know you guys probably don't have it. So, uh, but hopefully, I, uh, hopefully, I can find somebody to play with, um, that actually doesn't hate the game. So I can actually, you know, get a good sense of how it plays multiplayer. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about real quick. Uh, I don't think I played anything else in Steam. I'm looking at my library real quick to see what I have installed. Darwinia, Defcon, Multiwinia, Torchlight, and Uplink. Okay. So, yeah, the, the other stuff is just the other. Uh, Multiwinia, obviously, is the multiplayer version of Darwinia. And Uplink is Introversion's first game, which I never played before. Um, I have installed, but I didn't get a chance to check that out yet either. Uh, so, uh, that'll... That'll end this round for me, but I have one other random game that has, like, that, that, that'll be a surprise when it comes back to me. Oh! 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 <laughs> Ow! Alright, so, now the pickings are getting slim. I... Uh... 
I worked a lot this week. That's not a game. I know. But that would explain why I haven't really played much. That's not a game. Um, you know what? I think that's all I've been playing. I mean, I could mention... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played some Doc Lewis's Punch-Out. Oh! And uh, Doc Lewis's Punch-Out is basically <laughs> just Punch-Out with one character. And it's free. Who? who who's of. in it? Who's in it? Mike Doc Tyson? Lewis. Oh. <laughs> you fight against your trainer. Yeah, I knew and, that. I was being Yeah, silly. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> dummy. So, um, you basically have, which I just found out when I played yesterday or the Friday or which was yesterday. Whatever. Yesterday, I believe, was when I played it because I played it after I played Sin and Punishment. Um, you have a training mode. No. Training mode is the second mode. I forget what the first mode is, but basically the first mode, he basically uh, goes very slow with you, and he shows you the three different moves, the three basic moves that you can uh, see from other characters. Uh, a dodge move, a duck move, and a block move. So you rather you can beat him rather easily. Piece of cake. Then you go into training, where he kind of fights you a little bit uh, more, I guess you could say. He attacks you faster. Uh, he doesn't really give you that much time to react to the moves. So he'll be like, duck this. And he's like, dodge this. And he'll say, put him up. And then Fuck he... your shoes. <laughs> Fuck your shoes. So um, he would have a, another move where you would have to duck. So after he says, put him up, uh, you block. And then he says, uh, now duck these. And he punches twice. So you have to duck late. So you could duck the second punch, or else you'll only duck the first one, and then you'll get hit by the second one. Is it? It sounds like it's the same every time. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Like he basically goes in a pattern, but he kind of shuffles up the pattern every so often. But usually, you know what to expect. But this is only like the training. Then after the training, if you beat him there, which of course, uh, it, it's still kind of tough to beat him if you're uh not really paying attention. Uh, once you get him down to like a quarter health or a third health, he eats a chocolate bar and he gets all his health back and you gotta be- beat him all the way down again. Uh, what's funny about it is that he eats, <laughs> he eats the chocolate bar and he goes, that's chocolicious. And oh. then he, it's really stupid, but I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, you do. And if you don't beat him that round, then he gets to eat the chocolate bar the next round and says it's chocolicious. Um, what does he say again? It's chocolicious. I couldn't hear you. Say that again. No. So, after you beat him that time... I heard him because I listened. He said Chocolicious. What was no, the spell yeah. name again, Pete? Anyway. Then you go to sparring, <laughs> where he then attacks you with all his regular patterns. Uh, and then he throws in a sucker punch. The sucker punch gives, you, gives him a star, and then he does a star move. Which will knock you out, of course, in one blow. So, the primary goal of that is to try and beat him while trying to predict when he's going to do the sucker punch. And that's the one I couldn't pass because I was sleepy. And I went to sleep right after that anyway. Sin of Punishment. What? No, Sin of Punishment, you were also sleepy and could not beat it. Well, yeah, but that was because I only played it once. Like, I I played Sin and Punishment, <clears throat> played through as much as I could of the uh, intro and the first stage, and... Um, got up to this one boss that I really should have beaten, but I, I just, like, it all fell apart. So, 
that is that for me. That is my last one. Oh, well, this is my last one. I played uh, part of my Steam purchase was Shatter, which if you haven't been following along with the PS3. With... <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I have to interrupt you. But you said Shatter, and it sounded like you said Shatter, and images. I, I, I kind of did. <laughs> you Shatter. I said Shatter. You Shatter. Shatter. Stop shitting her. Shatter. Shatter. Okay. Shatter. 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 Why? Why? Quill Wheaton. Alright, go. Keep going. Okay, so yes, um, Shatter is like, um, I liken it to Arkanoid on fucking techno steroids. Um, so it was also on the PlayStation Store. And I think it was mostly noted for its slick visuals and soundtrack. It's very, it's, it's very like electronic, um, very, very lively soundtrack. Um, it, and it, the gameplay seems a little bit basic, but, um, and shed her and suck and blow. Yeah, here we go. You can <laughs> suck and blow in the game. I know that sounds kind of wrong. That that's, you know, basically, um. At least you don't shit in the game. <laughs> it, well, blowing is a form. Never mind. Uh, uh blowing farts. But you, you basically control the trajectory of your ball. Um, I mean, you can, I mean, control the trajectory of your ball somewhat with, you know, sucking in air and blowing out air. Um, the other reason why you want to suck, and this, this, there's no way to make this sound right at all. Um, See, this is why I try not to listen. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna kick him off the call. One second. I'm just kidding. Um, um yeah. So, the whenever you break some of the bricks, uh, like little pieces come out, and you have to collect them. And obviously, since it's an Arkanoid clone, you can't really move to collect them. So you basically suck them in. Um, and in doing so, you're also, again, affecting tra- the trajectory of, um, of your ball. So you have to kind of, you know, m- manage that while collecting your items. Um, and of course, there are power-ups that, like, change the way that your ball can kind of destroy bricks and stuff. Um, but also, like, one-ups and all that stuff. So when, you're, when, you're, when you suck in those little bits, like, they, they get added to an energy meter. And when you fill that energy meter, you can kind of unleash... Um, this barrage of bullets that can help you destroy the bricks. And that comes in handy during boss battles. And and that's what's kind of intriguing about this game is that the, it, it does have boss battles, which um, I think the second one was kind of like an octopus-like thing where you had to knock the ball into his eye in order to hurt him, but his tentacles are guarding him. And so you need to knock the ball into the tentacles. And, like, obviously as you start to um, break him down, like, you can you, you gather those little bits that help help fill up your power meter and then once you fill that up you basically lay a whole bunch of shit on like lay all those bullets on him and, and, and try to kill him uh the other thing that it, that um that the energy bar does is it gives you a shield and when certain bricks when you when you hit them they start floating towards you and if they hit you you kind of uh, momentarily get knocked off your axis so if like if the ball is coming towards you, obviously you want to be on your axis to knock it back. And if you get hit by a thing, like it'll like completely knock you out of sorts, and the ball like will you'll miss the ball and you'll die. So you use some of that energy meter to um to power your shield. And okay, I'm gonna be Pete and read the chat room. WTF Defcon Mad Betrayals. I'm reading the descriptions of these games that Petey was just talking about. Oh, Defcon is basically like Risk in a way. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but except real time, and it looks like War Games, like the yeah. computer program that was in War Games, except cooler. <laughs> See, and um, no Matthew Broderick. Oh, <laughs> we like Matthew Broderick, but yeah. So it's it's a it's it's more um, 
I think it's more notable for its aesthetics than in it, than its gameplay, but it's still a really fun game. Uh, I think it was how much is it now? Let's see. Shat her is you got it when it was like time limited sale, didn't you? Yeah, that was part of the sale. Um, Shat her, Shat her <laughs> is nine ninety nine, and I think I got it for like five bucks. So. So whether on uh, on Steam or on PlayStation Network, uh, it's a it's a good buy. I personally think it's better on um, Steam because you can use the mouse, and with any kind of breakout clone, you you know you want finer control. Although I don't know if maybe Shatter has six axis control on the PS3. I don't know, um, but that would give it like more analog control, which is necessary for this type of game. Um, but yeah, that's my last one. Uh, Pete. Okay. Um, yeah, I realized like because like you know. We we're just talking about DEFCON. I don't really explain the games very well. I kind of just say how I feel about them. But yeah, DEFCON, for those who don't know, like I already explained, it's kind of like Risk. So uh, everyone should go buy it and play with me. Um, but the other game I want to talk about is not a Steam game. It's not even a PC game. It's not a console game. Oh, God. It's an iPhone, it's an iPhone game. game. But it's crazy. <laughs> okay. So yesterday... Uh, and whatever time you were listening to this, it would still be yesterday. We'll just pretend that. Uh, yeah. De- Des and I went out to the Boston Common, which is like you know, like a like a it's a major park, kind of like how you know New York has time, uh, not Times Square. That that yeah, Central Park would be the name of it. Um, you know, so like I guess like Boston Common is Boston's equivalent of Central Park. Uh, okay. And there's this iPhone app slash game called Hidden Park. And what it is, it's an augmented reality game. Now, what that means is that you do stuff in the real world, but you're playing a game through your phone. Uh, a lot of times it'll use the phone's camera to, like, put things into the world. Um, so, just to explain what we did, we went out to the park. Is it in any way similar to Foursquare? Kind of, except Foursquare is just like, hey, I'm here. I get to be the mayor now. Oh, this is you. actually, like, this is actively doing something. Um, so, like, the game is spread out amongst the like the kind of the span of the park. Uh, you go to one area, like we we selected to do to like you know start the game, and we had to go to the start area. It brings up a map. It uses the GPS to know where you are. Uh-huh. So once you get within the start area, you get uh, basically we got each got a phone like a a quote unquote call on our phone. So we answer the call, and it has like a little. It's like the in game stuff it, on the phone. It's majestic phone. all over again. Kind of, yeah, but uh, the in-game stuff happening on the phone is kind of like Flash animation style, like uh, or cartoon, mm-hmm. like Saturday morning cartoon style. So, like, it, I guess the game was made out of Australia, this particular game, because like the main character is like this weird little, I don't know, I don't know if it's a creature or what, but it's 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 Australian. <laughs> uh, so it's like, good day, mate, whatever, uh, uh-huh. you know. Welcome to the game. This is what you're gonna do, uh, and it's got a storyline. Basically, you're part of. Like the storyline is that the park is going to be destroyed to make way for something or whatever, and you gotta you gotta show that it's a habitat for these rare and wonderful creatures or whatever, and that it doesn't need to be destroyed. It, the game is meant for kids, like literally, <laughs> literally little kids, but we wanted to try it anyway. So you know, it tells you, okay, you gotta go to the first part, and you gotta uh, find these magical creatures known as Mimis, which live in a tree or whatever. Me, me, so, like, me, 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 me. <laughs> So we, uh, we, we, uh, it shows you the map and it shows you where the first area is, like the general area. So we walk over there and it brings up a thing saying, okay, you're in the general area. And then it showed us a picture. It's like, okay, find this specific tree and, uh, 
you know, then you hit a button when you found it. So we like, that was like the hardest thing. It took us like 20, 30 minutes just to find this damn tree because the picture was taken, I think in the fall and you know, now it's summertime. So it's really hard to tell which tree is which. Um, so we found the tree and then like, uh, we click the find it button and then it tells us to take a picture of the tree trunk or whatever. So we do. And then like it uses that picture and it does like some flash animation over it. So it shows these little like flash worm looking creatures coming out of the tree trunk. And those are the memes or whatever. Um, and then you have the option of sending, well, it's really not an option. You kind of have to, you send the, send the picture to yourself through email and then you get, you know, the finalized picture in your email of these, basically with the picture you took with the like little creatures on top, you know, over layered on top of it. Um, and the game just progresses through this, doing other things. Like, you basically have to find stuff in the real world, take a picture of, and then, like, the game progresses. Uh, and it does some interesting things. Like, at one point, we had to, um, it, like, it used a quote-unquote uh, radar. I used I say that a lot, quote-unquote. Anyway, uh, or at a sonar. At the end of the day. Ah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> it, like, had, like, a sonar slash radar thing where it's, like, you're, uh, it showed a number and a, like, a bar indicator status thing on the screen so like as you got closer to this thing that they wanted you to find it would basically the numbers would decrease and the uh, status bar would increase and it'd like start beeping faster and whatnot um and that was the one part where we had a little bit of problem because the gps was acting a little wonky so like even though we were right where we were supposed to be it was like it had it thought we were somewhere else so uh we kind of had to like redo that little segment but other than that like it was just a lot of fun uh even though it's all meant for little kids and it's cheesy and and silly and whatnot it was uh it was a good day out walking around you know like we it it had us it gave us something to do besides just walk around the park um and uh i don't know if they have this thing for because you guys both have you guys both have like droids or something right or you, uh, I have, you, know, you have H, htc hero or something now yeah. Well, it's a, a, the Android yeah, OS. Android I think is the is the more. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was gonna say I don't know if they have this app for it, but if they do, if you guys are ever like really bored and want to act like kids, I would suggest seeing if they have it and trying because I know it uh, it works in Central Park in New York. Um, basically, it's limited to kind of major parks. Um, and it seems like a lot of the parks are based in Australia, but it also has the option to create a park. And I want to check out what that's about because I don't know if you just have to use the same like same storyline as what we did in, in our park, or if you can actually, like, put some creativity <clears throat> creativity into it. Because, like, if you could, like, use your own, like, storyline and your own animations or whatever, I thought it'd be cool to do something like like uh, like a park at night and, like, have it like, be, like, a survival horror type thing or something like that and then make it not so much for kids. But uh, that's Shatter your memories. Ch- yeah, that's something I'd have to check into in the future. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it was just... It was an enjoyable experience. Um, and... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'd recommend it if you have the option of if you have a phone that can uh, that can run the app um, and uh, you have the time and, you know, want to act like a kid. It, it was what's, a lot of fun. What's it called again? It's called Hidden Park. Hidden Park. OK, I will. And uh, there's a website for it. Just I think it's just hiddenpark.com or you can Google or whatever and probably get more information that way. But, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because it was basically in essence a game and we had fun doing it. And that ends my run, round robin. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Uh, hidden. Let's see. I would just like to say Ninja that you Golf. bought DefCon. No, I I really feel like I want to, but I I can't. Is it no, is so the pack far, no. still five bucks? Yeah. 
you should totally buy it. You bought those other random ass games for like a dollar or something. You one totally... random ass, actually three random ass games of one of which. So I consider it this way: these are these are four random ass games for a dollar twenty-five. But they take up and a lot of time. Two of which are multiplayer. Multiplayer. Yeah, but multiplayer. they're like they're like Assassin's Creed Two. They're not pick up and play games. They're like wait what? Pick up. He said they're not pick up and play games. Defcon is. Yeah, but once you pick it up, a you game can't of Defcon like lasts. No, a game of Defcon could last like maybe twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, that's a lot of time. I'm trying to find that's a game that long. Five minutes, be like, ah oh, man, I'm dying too much, and then like go somewhere else. Because I don't sit on my not do that in Borderlands. If we're playing that, it'd be like five minutes and be like, all right, guys, I'm out. Well, I know, but that's because that's a multiplayer game that I bought because you guys were buying it, and we could spend time playing that. But I was talking about R.I.P. I bought that because I it's a shooter that I could just like you know shoot. Which is like Xanak. I was playing it. I couldn't even pass area one. And I was just like, damn, well, this was fun. I'll play it later. Let's play okay. Quake or Quake 2. The Steam uh, like warning things for the summer sale are pretty funny. Like this is a single bite from an infected mosquito can transmit any number of potentially deadly viruses. I uh, took a picture of the one that was about bees because I thought it was awesome. Hang on. I got to get it up because oh, that sounded bad. Yeah, it did. <laughs> The one about bees said, warning, bee stings are painful and can often be fatal. <laughs> <laughs> often? If you must go outside, it is recommended you stay away from all flowering plants. <laughs> I like flowering plants. <laughs> Fuck bees. All right. Are we done with this episode? I think we're done. Yeah, I think we should play done. Quake 2. I think Quake we two. should go wash our clothes and do other errands that are very important. I think you should do nothing because you're tired and want to stay in and play Quake Two. I, do, I have to wash clothes like too, but I'm to gonna, wear. I'm gonna just throw them in the washer and then I'll, Quake. I'll play something if you want to play something. Quake Two will take 15 minutes because that's all I've got. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, fine, 15 minutes. What the hell, Steam? It's overlaying. Wow, Painkiller Resurrection got a meta score of 38 out of 100. Damn, it must have been well, bad. Well, let's uh, sign off for this thing. Yeah, yes. wrap this. Bitch up if you want to play. Wrap something. that gavel up. So for Rap, sorry to every oh that bleh. Sorry <laughs> to everyone who missed out on this awesome Steam sale stuff that we spent the entire episode talking about. They they, they, they probably <laughs> yeah. were buying a whole ton of shit while we were recording anyway. So um, that's probably right, true. Then. Write us in and tell us what you bought during the Steam summer sale. Yeah, mailbag at where? Trygames.net. Mailbag at trygames.net. Yeah. All right. So for Pete. Yeah. That I already said my goodbye. Facebook.com slash. No, not Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Twitter.com slash. <laughs> For Alfe. Fuck Woodard. Fuck Yo Chu. I've been your host, Austin. We're gone. Go ahead, girl.